Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello and welcome to the Dat Coombs Show. It is week seven of the NFL and we are doubling down. How about this? Edge Rush and FFS in one episode. What is not to love about that? Me and Propo with Edge Rush, our favorite picks, breaking down the week seven slate. Even if you're not having any action uh, on the games this weekend, it will help get you set to watch and enjoy them. And then if that wasn't enough, me and Benny, FFS picking our team of the week, which I've sensibly deferred to Ben to pick this week breaking down more of the games more of the key matchups entering our team our show team into our listener league which you can get involved with just hit the links in the notes and you'll be able to enter your team into that as well so there's a lot of football to talk about in the next 60 minutes to change let's get straight down to business leading off with the fantastic propo and edge rush propo week seven of the nfl Let's take stock of how we rolled last week. You had a good one with your Drew Lock. Mm. Um, improbably, right? You were sending me messages within the first quarter of that game, lamenting another bad beat for you. And yet the Texan Saints under came in. Yeah, I thought um, it was destined for failure at the start because both, I mean, it probably should have lost, to be honest with you, because both sides were moving the ball so easily. Probably should have lost, definitely should have lost. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) but then at the same time, the reason why I backed that number is because the Saints, and obviously there's a change now because of Thursday Night Football last night where we saw the the total go over. Mm. But if the total had gone under between the Jags and the Saints, 
the Saints would have broken the record for the most uh, sort of hits of the same over slash under in a row. Mm. It would have been 13 unders in a row if it had hit last night, which would have been the most in a row since 1990 or something ridiculous like that. I actually but went against them. I opposed them number. last night for that because, well, not just for that reason. I think that because of the whole Trevor Lawrence injury doubts, I felt everyone was down on the total and down on, on the Jags. And I saw the value there. So I had a Big night last night because I went big on the Jags and big on the over as well. But I also think probably... The classic... The- Nat- Wait, so hold on. How long was that before yeah. Nat Coombs got something that he didn't actually tip <laughs> in the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just chess beating. But the real shops <laughs> out there will be... There's something... Out there, I, got, I keep remembering to look this up and always forget, but every time I mention it, you know that there is a um, statistical theory about if you're playing roulette in a casino and it's been red, 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 red. Oh, yeah, there's going to be yeah. black next, but there's actually statistically no... No, nothing. That's all right. So that's basically yeah. my logic of backing the over over yesterday. You, but, no, you but it's true. It. Yeah. So exactly. And the reason why the Saints are, just seem to be a perennial under team is because, well, for this season anyway, is because Derek Carr is just so poor in the red zone. And we saw that again last night. Get it. It's something. He's, there is something bizarre about how good he is at moving the ball down the field, utilizing his weapons when he's sort of on the 30, 40 yard line in his own half. And then as soon as he gets into scoring range, he just collapses. It was the same at the Raiders, and he seems to have brought the exact same trait to the Saints. It is astonishing, but obviously last week that massively benefited me because he just kept getting into field goal range and just continuously melting going for down. a fourth down and completely melting faith. down. I kept the faith for you, Propo. Unlike uh, my Drew Lock of the Week, I'm on tilt now with two defeats in a row. So we're, are we both three and three then? We're both three and three, yeah. But in terms, of bad be- yeah, in terms of bad beats, though, mm. one and two of my prop bets but I was six yards away from going 3-0. and Zay Flowers missed it by four yards mm. and TJ Hogson missed it by two yards. They were both the right side. They both went over their receptions uh, target, but in this, lost the yardage by just sort of six yards. So that was very frustrating, but obviously Cooper Cup came in. So that wasn't ideal. Uh, we took the Bengals, which yep. again, I don't think yep. should have won. I don't think the Bengals yeah, should have won we'll that game. We'll yeah, the again, Bengals it was another one where that. yeah, the Seahawks kept moving the ball then sort of flapping in the end zone when it came down to the red Ooh, zone. I see I mean. what you did there. I like that. Seahawks yeah. flapping. I love that. Uh, we like the Finns covering as well. That was that that came in comfortably as well. So we yeah, I, I generally had quite a bad week overall. Um, one or two things landed. Let's hope we get it, get it rolling. You know, I had a good week last week, an excellent week, a perfect week, some might say. Proper chat GPT. Because you'll recall that chat GPT backed the Texans. That was their Drew Lock of the week. Of course. <laughs> the Texans came in. So we've got a chat GPT Drew Lock coming up later. You're going to love this. I've done this. I've been back and forth with chat GPT quite a lot this morning. Chat GPT, you recall last week, your, your best friend, isn't it? We're getting tight. We're getting close. Hey, he listens to me. He respects me, Propo, unlike you. The uh, <laughs> chat GPT, uh, you recall last week, was reluctant to give us a pick. Um, and of course, just for context here, chat GPT, as I'm sure many of you know, the basic model the version we've got anyway, the data only goes up to 2021. So, so it's even more terrifying if chat GPT beats us on, on Drew Locks. But I, I encouraged and, and prompted, I think that's the technical term, prodded chat GPT to give us an answer, even against the spread. That's where we went this this mm. week because he gave a pick and I said, what about the spread though? Because that's how you got to do your Drew Lock chat GPT. Didn't want to do it, but I got him <laughs> it to do it. Uh, so we've got a chat GPT Drew Lock uh, of the week. Got propos prop bets of the week. Got a money line uh, Acker as well. And of course the Peterman parlay. Very quickly. So did, 
the um, ChatGPT win its Drew Locke last week based on Deshaun Watson versus Drew Brees? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, think so. I, lo- I love the fact that it is based basically on ridiculous historical data, which I always take the absolute mickey out of. Hey, by the way, we should point out that we were hoping to get all three of us together on the show with, uh, with Ben, but Ben couldn't make it work time-wise. So... Yeah, I recorded FFS with him a bit earlier, but we're going to drop that later on in the show. So if you look at your FFS fix, uh, Ben's picked our team of the week this week. We've talked as well on that propo about maybe chat GPT picking our team as well, because we're not having a huge amount of success with our listener league there. So I, I take a lot of entertainment, I have to say, because uh, I actually have missed a couple of the weeks, but I've done it for the majority of them. And I would say I've done pretty well, generally. Here we I was one one week. Say that, but mean? I take more enjoyment, instead mm-hmm. of me going on and seeing that I'm like 21st and like the guru from last year, obviously James Sandrini is like 16th. He always just beats me. I just really enjoy on a Monday morning just scrolling down and just seeing how far I have to, t- how far long I have to go before I see <laughs> yours and yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it honestly gives me more entertainment than anything else, but it's charming, Matt. It's charming. That, that is the beauty of it. So go get involved with that. You can all enter our listener league for free. Big shout out to Fitstairs, of course. You're going to have some action on uh, the action this weekend. Then Fitstairs, they are a preferred partner of choice, of course. Love their support, their propos. Favorite bookmaker in the world because any prop bet you want, you just drop a line to their live chat they'll give you a price they'll price it up all of our favorite picks will be sitting over on the fitstairs site as well so if you're gonna have some action this weekend do it with our partners fitstairs of course 21 plus be gamble aware.org do it all responsibly right proper let's get down to business yeah horrible weekend this one by the way really tough week to pick and not least and maybe because of the proliferation of backups in the league. I wrote about that this week for my USA sports column. Hey, seeing as we're plugging columns, we'll push that out, written a piece of the times as well, which I think Friday should be published by now, which has friend of the show, Shane Vereen, friend of the show, Osu Yuma Nura, uh, and friend of the show, Christian Scott and Williamson, all contributing to that, all about the global expansion of the NFL. That's a piece I wrote for the times, but for USA sports, I wrote about the backup quarterback, because you know, full well, it's one of my favorite Favorite things in the whole of sports, the backup quarterback. It's such a, an enigmatic position. It's such a broad church of fading vets that never quite made it as a starter or fringe players that might get a shot somewhere. You've got guys that were starters that crashed and burned and are hanging on. The classic punch drunk heavyweight looking for one last, one last hurrah. All of which, of course, is this collection of players that up to that point or for much of their playing life were alphas, were were heroes, were the superstar in high school, the superstar in college, the, the, the number one guy. And they've now got to acclimatize to this role. Then there's the side of it, which I get with salary cap limitations and hindrances. I understand the, the economics of it. But you look at how much backups are paid. Average backup, kind of 16th median is three and a half mil. It's kind of kick that kick kickers are paid more than backups, right? And yeah, championships can depend on a good backup. Not not in the Rogers goes down, Zach Wilson, can we still win the Super Bowl? More well, Rogers goes down. I know it's a bit of a pipe dream that he might come back for the playoffs, but he's gonna come back at some point in the season. Can this understudy 
just hold the fort for four, five, six weeks. Why on earth? And I know that I guess the talent pool is a problem there as well. Why on earth are we not saying when we're looking at GMs at salary cap, okay, I'm going to go 12 million to get the very best on the market as opposed to faffing around with somebody you know is going to ultimately derail your season if your starter goes down? Because who do you think is the, who is the best backup out there right now? No, that's a great question. I mean, I mean, there's only about eighteen. I think there's genuinely only fourteen starting quarterbacks in the league right now. Well, that so like you let alone so the backups, you're talking way down the list. I think we'd all probably regard Minshew to be up there. But for a long time of... starter, yeah, sure. But the point is for somebody to come in as a as a caretaker and and hold the fort and not lose your games. Your question, I guess, it depends on offense. Uh, match up and of course coordinators front officers ultimately will want to try and match the backup specifically to their system as opposed to necessarily who's the the best talent out there right so that has some bearing but if you let's have a look right so i was looking actually because i wrote about it earlier it's a little bit murky because of contract inheritance and so for example zach wilson's length of contract he's a backup technically his length of yeah. contract as a number two pick is overall value of contract is, is mega but so one of the best paid backups is mitch trubisky which makes one, sense yeah, yeah. i so, think that makes sense because he was a starting quarterback in the league for a yeah. significant period of time obviously former second overall pick and he can sort of do a serviceable job in that steelers offense yeah i just think by very definition the reason why they're all backup quarterbacks is because eventually they are going to lose you games like Minshew was going eventually. to lose the Colts game yeah Tyrod Taylor, I think, is probably always going Tyrod? to be one of the better, ba- yeah, one of the better backups in the league because I think Heineke. he's much less likely to lose you a game, but he also might not win you a game, which I think is probably, if I was going to be a GM or a head coach, would probably be where I'd lean. Mm. Heineke and James Teddy, Winston, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. See, Teddy Bridgewater again is, I think, so I think they've we've probably got two different types. I don't think Teddy's going to lose you a game, mm. but I don't think he's going to win you a game. No, if but that I, makes sense. Fair. Yeah, but I think if the if golf goes down for five games. God forbid, because we love the Lions' role at the moment. But if he goes down, I think the Lions, with Teddy coming in, I think the Lions' odds of making the playoffs diminish dramatically. I think Teddy can hold the fort till Jared Goff comes back. We're forgetting, obviously, the ultimate backup in in the history of backups. The great Drew Lock. The great Drew Lock. Oh, of course, Drew Lock. Well, look, let's let's get us into because there's a lot of backups playing, applying their trade week seven for different reasons, right? So. The Bears-Raiders game, I'm steering well clearer for this reason, right? But Fields is out, so we're going to see more Tyson. Bagent, are we going Bagent, Bagent? Do we know? Uh, I prefer Bagent. I quite Bagent. like the name Bagent. So Bagent just sounds like a sort of, he's like a striker for Doncaster Rovers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like Bagent <laughs> is really like out of nowhere. Like Bagent, I just love, love that, that name, Bagent. Bagent uh, will probably be starting Jimmy G uh, out as well. So that's either going to be Aiden O'Connell or Brian yeah. Hoyer. If you had Propo, to pick one of those two quarterbacks to complete, um, let's call it a 37-yard pass to save your life, who would you go with? Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer? That's probably Hoyer. just accepting defeat at this moment. Time. I think Hoyer. Well, yeah, but Hoyer, it would have to be like the most perfectly executed 
play in terms of maybe just like a, a running back screen yeah. where we literally commit everyone to defending him. Like, I think that's the only way that it's going to be a 36 yard pass because Brian Hoyer surely can't throw the ball 36 yards anymore. That is, <laughs> well, I think there's a rule that Brian Hoyer can only throw the ball up to and including his age number. So he's what, he's 38 now? So that's, yeah, that's yeah. the maximum length he can throw. Um, so that kind of, by the way, with those games, we could have more Tyrod for the Giants against Washington. Um, Watson's or out. PJ Walker. Yeah, and dare yeah. I go against PJ Walker again? I wonder if, is PJ Walker now on my list of, I don't go against, I can't back Baker anymore. Baker always lets me down. I dare not back against Mike Tomlin. We backed Baker last week, didn't we? Oh, that's the last time. <laughs> you say that every time. You're honestly like Baker's curse. Whenever you back Baker against Baker, you always call it the wrong way. Oh, Immediately God. when you started leaning bucks last week, you should have been like, yeah. hammer the Lions, hammer the Lions, hammer oh, the Lions. He's dead, I? That's and your then, own instinct. Then you've got... Um... Then you've got um sorry, I was hesitating because my phone rang. It's Mike Carlson. I've hit him, I've punched him to voicemail. So I don't know what Carlson wants. <laughs> um, the other one, of course, is I can't I'm never back against Tomlin again, ever. I'll never, ever, no. ever. Don't let me do it proper. If no, I no, I won't. I'm gonna back against Tomlin, I'm not doing it. No, I think but now just quickly on this quarterback point. Yeah. Are you not I put a stat in the um NC show group last week just of I think there was something like five quarterbacks yeah. with qu- qu- uh with quarterback ratings of 60 plus in the NFL last week which is one of the lowest I think potentially of all time. Mm. How many and I was kind of looking at this, how many quarterbacks genuinely you can guarantee that in like pretty much any situation they're not going to get dropped from their team? in the league right now, kind of removing the rookies, but including CJ Stroud because of how accomplished he looks. It really isn't that many when you think about it. Like there's about 12 or 13 quarterbacks that are undroppable, which is less than half. Yeah. Uh, You're absolutely right. That's unbelievable. I hadn't thought of it. What a brilliant point. I mean, my God, the more you look at it, because I guess you would say that, much as we love him, much as we'll never back him again. Baker's Baker's droppable, right? He would be in that droppable, you know. Is Stafford droppable? I guess he's No, like, I don't think Stafford's you know, like droppable. Stafford, I guess he so might I don't be. think okay. but I think Deshaun Watson's droppable, despite Watson's the fact droppable. of yeah, he's definitely droppable. Wilson's droppable. Both Wilson's are droppable. Yeah, Wilson's droppable. I think Cousins, uh, Cousins is droppable. Cousins is, I think, yeah, I would say Cousins again. I actually gave Cousins as not being droppable for the list because I thought that it's a bit harsh, and I guess with the amount of money they're paying him, and I think he's been a serviceable quarterback. I can't see them dropping him. But Ridder definitely droppable. Mac Jones yeah. is definitely droppable. Jimmy G <laughs> is definitely minute, droppable. Mac- <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G right. is definitely droppable. Yeah, God, Fields is definitely droppable. Powell, right, so- Daniel Jones, Kenny Pickett, Jeez. Josh Dobbs. It's yeah. me- it is like if you look at all of Jordan Love, I think is droppable at this moment. Oh, okay. Well, let's get to Jordan Love because that's my first game. Packers Broncos. What? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just a game I'm interested in. Well, I will tell you what, uh, not just a game I'm interested in. It might, might, might be my Drew Lock of the week. Isn't that it? is that is mental, man. Bad week though. It's so hard. And it also, is a I should, horrible. Week. I should point out that Ben took my favorite Drew Lock of the week, which was the Seahawks to roll home. So that's Ben oh, fair. dropped his Drew Lock of the week there. I hope you haven't gone for that all. Um, no. He's dropped his Drew Lock of the week uh, on FFS. Uh, well, I've just spoiled it now because it's coming after this. But anyway, yeah. there you go. There you go. Go list to, F- list to FFS with the team anyway. So he's gone He's gone Hawks. Um, right. Aaron Jones is back. Yeah. Back to the Packers. Huge. And the Packers, they've got a decent pasty, obviously, but you can run on them. Mm-hmm. And I think... Going back almost to what we were saying right at the top, 
Javante Williams has had a lackluster season. Mm-hmm. At some point, Javante Williams has got to go off. And I wonder if that is the game that Javon, this is the game that Javante Williams might go off. The Broncos D, as we know, horrific, dead last in scoring D, dead last amongst the kind of bottom in most statistical categories. So here's a question for you. Is the over interesting in this game to you? 45. Uh, do you know what's fascinating about this, Nat, is I genuinely, when I first looked at the line, was I was in on the over with you. and mm. But I've been, it's, 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 I think up until last week, I thought the Broncos offense was actually underrated because mm-hmm. of the fact that they kept losing in brilliant fashion because obviously there's this expectation, this team having Wilson and Sean Payton as the figureheads for it. And they constantly seem to fail. But at the same time, like I think Russell Payton was getting like the better part of Wilson. So for the majority of this season, but then I think what everyone just witnessed was the complete opposite of that in prime time on Thursday night football, going up against their divisional rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs, to lose them for whatever the 15th time in a row, whatever it is, something stupid like that. Mm. And I think now everyone's out on this Denver Broncos offense. Everyone's now out on Wilson completely. They think that this Broncos team is going to tank for either Caleb Williams or is it Drake May, the UNC quarterback. So they think that the Broncos are now, that's basically what they're going to do. Because there's obviously that clip of Sean Payton. I think it was speaking to Colin Coward where he says that I would tank for Caleb Williams if I was a coach in the NFL so everyone thinks that's exactly what he's going to be doing however I think if you look at it like I think Cortland Sutton has had an improved season I think Jerry Judy certainly got motivation now after uh, what happened between him and Steve Smith on Thursday Night Football which is still absolutely bizarre and I think if Judy doesn't turn around turn around his career now then I think that's going to be a quite sorry state of affairs because probably what he's going to be remembered for is being called out by a legendary wide receiver on primetime TV. Mm. And I I just think that the Broncos defense is, I don't think I've ever seen a drop-off in a unit from season to season, yeah. maybe ever in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible how weak they look. And it's incredible that they don't seem to be able to replicate anything from what they were able to do last season. Mm. Satan obviously is a bright spark and they have um, Simmons as well, but he hasn't had a great season. Mm. It honestly is bizarre. So, I was tempted to go the over. When I first okay. saw this number, I okay. was like, I like the over. But then again, Nat, they, I think this is one of those games. It could be a 60-point game yeah. or it could be like a 20-point game. 34-point. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Russell Wilson and Jordan Love uh, could do absolutely nothing. True. Okay. Um, I like Packers minus one as well. Uh, in, in, yeah. it, 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 I, that I'm leaning towards quite heavily. I'm going to come back where I land on my Drew Lock. I want to take you next to Giants- Washington is my next game. Right? Um, yeah, I've got a pick in this as well. Have you? Okay, so Saquon, back in business, he had 24 carries, 93 yards against the Bills. Much as we were discussing with backup Central, the Daniel Jones question is hanging over this game, but then is there a drop-off and arguably an uplift um, if Jones doesn't start and Tyrod does? As a lot of people have commented and we talked about it on the Monday show with Iron Mike, it was a tough beat against the Bills, right? With the Waller call. The Waller call was shady. Yeah. Could have won that game. Line play here is really fascinating. So yeah. drilling down into this and uh I think it was one of the around the NFL guys, not Greg and the crew, but the kind of wider NFL around the NFL written crew were just highlighting the following. So two of the worst, the two worst offensive lines in the game. Well, certainly in terms of sack 
giving up sacks. Now, that's not always on the line, of course. And in Washington's case, you could argue it's not always on the line. No, it's definitely on how, I think. Quite a lot on him. But they've given up 34 sacks. The Giants have given up 33. Um, but the Giants have only got five five sacks. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw this stat. Five sacks? They've got a, they've got they've averaged a sack every thirty seven pass attempt pass attempts is the league worst by a country mile. Wow, wow. So here's another one to the list. We've agreed that I'm never gonna never gonna back Baker again, and I'm never gonna go against Tomlin again. I'm a bit worried about our, who we said are our favorite tag team coaching duo on this show. Del Rio and. Um... And Riverboat Rock. And I'm and I'm worried. Yeah. But I'm what I'm scared if I back the Giants here in this spot going against Riverboat Ron and Del Rio, it'll come back to haunt me. So I'm, I might shy off that. But my question to you is the total in this game, which I think mm. is maybe where you're looking. Is that what you're looking at? Is that no? It? No, it's not. Okay. Oh, I thought it would be. So 38 is the is the total. The total's this week. Nah, I don't. I just there. Uh... I've never seen so many public unders in my entire life, and yeah. that just terrifies me. Exactly, you know? exactly. I think that might be value yeah. over in this one for sure. The game, this game has got a public under. The Bills Patriots is a public under. Falcons Bucks is a public under. Browns Colts is a public under. Uh, Cardinals Seahawks is a public under. Broncos Packers is a public under. Eagles Dolphins is a public under. Chargers Chiefs is a public under. Vikings 49ers <laughs> is a public under. This is everything. Yeah, basically, honestly, everyone is just suddenly, the values on unders are just disappearing in front of my eyes, which is uh, sort of, as it being my uh, old and trusty is very, very sad. But yeah, the fact that everyone is just backing unders just immediately makes it less appealing to me, to be completely honest with you. So what is the action you want to take in this game then? You said something interested you. I'm going, I'm going, um, I'm backing Riverboat Ron and Jack Del Rio. I'm going to take the Commanders, which is, again, goes against... uh, my sort of usual play, which is going on a divisional road uh, favourite, is very unusual for me. But I think in this situation, having watched a significant amount of that Commanders-Falcons game, I'm going to back Jack Del Rio and say that this defence is trending in the right direction, that this D-line is trending mm. in the right direction. Chase Young seemed to return to form. They picked off Desmond Ritter, what was it, three times. They're going up against... An offensive line, which we've discussed on the show before, it is so banged up that it's like difficult to even call it an NFL offensive line. They have so many injuries in that in those positions, and it's just lacks so much talent that I don't understand how they're going to be able to give Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones any amount of time going up against this D-line, which is just filled with first-round talent. So I think, and as much as Sam Howell, I think he's responsible for the majority of sacks the commanders get. I don't think the commander's uh, offensive line is as bad as people are saying it is at this moment in time. And I think Sam Howell is getting better and better week on week. And I think that he's also trending in the right direction. And I think generally as a team, the commanders are getting better and better. Whereas I, I just don't see the Giants. We've already discussed how little pressure that they're generating and how they have an inability to get sacks. They're averaging 13 drives per touchdown this season. Yeah. The league yeah. average is five. Like their offense is completely and utterly broken. They might so- be the second worst team in football, I think. The Okay, so... And we're getting that key number minus two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Okay, well, quite. So I 
I, I, I was leaning Giants, but certainly not as a favorite pick in this spot. So that'll be interesting. We'll go ahead to we'll go head to head on that. I'll take him, and that'll be a bit of fun. Okay, cool. But it's the over I like more on this. Actually, I, I do feel that that, le- that level, everything you said about all of the public money under under unders, even the unders king of Plumpton has has flagged that there are some trap spots here. I think this might be a total trap spot. I quite like the over thirty. I'm not strong enough necessarily to have as much Drew Lock, but I quite like that. Here's another one that caught my eye. Bill in the Bills Pats game. Another stat. You might have seen this because it's been doing the rounds. McDermott against Belichick since Brady's left. What do you think his record is? Ooh, is he unbeaten? No, lost one. Five and one. Lost one. Five and one. At Foxborough and won the last three meetings by double digits. And yeah, that is really, really interesting. But Belichick, I don't know. Oh, I'm done. Time. I'm done. I'm done. Back in the Patriots now. I, I was. I was waiting for that Patriots comeback spot. That's, you're leaving that. The, you whole, know, the comeback spot. Yeah, gone. the comeback spot's gone. I just don't. I just don't think this team is good enough to take on anyone really in the NFL at this moment of time. It lacks talent, pretty much all over the shop. I don't. What's the line they're, then? They're what, what is it up to now? Is it, is it in double digits yet? Or is it? Yeah. So the line's at minus eight, uh, plus eight and a half. Oh, eight so and a half. You, okay. Fine. Yeah. So I knew it. I mean, it is bizarre. I mean, for a. I'm not sure for you, like I was reading something about sort of the legacy of New England Patriots and I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how brilliant it is to see the Patriots suck again because obviously that's what certain people grew up with is the Patriots being like the worst team in sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My era, exactly, it was. They were terrible, yeah. And obviously now, like obviously from my era, I've literally only known the Brady New England Patriots. So it's so bizarre for me to just see them at home in a divisional game giving eight and a half points. So Mm. instinctively, I want to take New England and... Mm. Of course, the tickets are all on Buffalo and the cash is all in New England. Mm-hmm. As it is every week, there's going to be sharp groups out there. They're mm-hmm. all saying, oh, I think you should take New England. You're getting the value here. Mm-hmm. No one thinks they're going to be able to cover. I can't do it. I simply can't do it. So what I'm going to do in this spot now mm-hmm. is I'm going to tease the Bills down to minus two and a half and put that in a tease with the Seahawks at minus two and a half. Say that again. So you're going to take Seahawks minus two and a half. Love that. And, and the, the Bills minus two and a half. Love that. Okay, what does that get? Just over evens or something? Just or? it's just evens, exactly evens. So oh, if you tease I both like of those that. teams down, I think that's what I, do. I expect both of these teams to win. But again, they're divisional games. Bills in divisional game on the road, not necessarily completely convinced they're going to cover the spread. There's always the fear of the backdoor cover. They weren't that mm. convincing against the Giants, mm. but I am. Uh, relatively certain that I think the Seahawks are going to win this game and the Bills are going to win this game. Mm. And obviously those key numbers, minus two and a half. Uh, three, love that. Okay, get so it that is a little bonus one for you. Speaking of bonus, let's go to chat GPT's Drew Lock of the week first. All right, yeah. and then we'll get yours and then we'll do mine last because basically cause I've got to decide where I'm going to go. Chat GPT. And now, to be fair, I didn't just ask them to pick any of the games. Maybe we should try that as well and see. It wouldn't be able to do it though. We'd have to, or you could list all of the games. We'll try that yeah. next week and see what it, but I gave them Ravens-Lions. Uh, really, that's fa- that's really interesting because I know there's basically like I've read a lot about this game because I think it's really the only interesting one in the six o'clock window to be completely yeah, honest yeah. with you and people are completely split completely split down the middle obviously Baltimore mm-hmm. at home they're getting a three they're laying three points which essentially means the market's putting this as a pick if it was on neutral field mm-hmm. I think this is a really compelling game and I think whichever team wins mm-hmm. I think people are going to now accept as Super Bowl contenders essentially is what's going to happen here Agre- agreed completely it is it is really really interesting um chat GPT now like I said earlier I had to really against the spread Against the spread. So he picked straight up. She picked it, picked straight up. They picked straight up. And then 
Uh, and then I had to nudge it against the spread for the because it's a Drew Lock, right? So we gave them the Texans last week because they were dogs, right? So that's a fair enough pick straight up. But they picked the Ravens. So I said, okay, what about the, the with a points handicap minus three? Chat GPT very reluctant to go there. And I <laughs> I pressed Chat GPT. Chat GPT's taken the Ravens minus three. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I have to say that considering what so who would have been the quarterbacks for Chat GPT? <laughs> so game? Lamar, it would have been Stafford. La- yeah, Lamar over Stafford. Yeah. 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 yeah, oh, yeah. So he's gone Lamar. 21. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Stafford's yeah, lost. Yeah, so look, and this is is this Lamar's MVP season? <laughs> So I love that we're trying to work this out. Where does he go? <laughs> we're basically picking a game in 2021 that doesn't where, exist. Where does he go up to? Which month in 21 does he go up to? Yeah. I guess. Is it is it the end of is it the end of the year? Uh let's have a look. So how while we're doing that proper, why don't you tell us your Drew Lock of the Week? And I'll look this up. Uh so the my Drew Lock of the Week is by the way, I'm actually agreeing with ChatGBT. I think I'm liking the Ravens in that game. Okay. There seems to be a split between um people in terms of what they consider the lines to I'm be. I'm on the Lions. I like the Lions. Uh, yeah, possibly. and I yeah. think I think a lot of people I like the Detroit Lions and I think they've got the potential to go deep in the NFC but I just think that they might struggle against Lamar and this offence and I think Lamar in this passing game is better than people think it is and I just think obviously they don't have David Montgomery the Lions they yeah. don't have Jamar Gibbs they yeah. don't have, and their their offense is built on the run game. And yeah. I, there's, it's meant to be a weather game. Flag the weather alert. It's meant to be a weather game in Baltimore as well. So I'm going to wait for that two and a half. And then if I get that two and a half, I'll take it for okay. the Ravens. Right. But my Drew Lock of the week now, I'm not, as we discussed, it's, it's not a nice week, I don't think. Um, I don't like any of the totals, which is obviously where I usually lean. Um, but I am going to go... Chargers plus five and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. I like Arrowhead. that. I like that a lot, Propo. I like. I know. I know exactly where you're going on that. You will articulate it, I'm sure, beautifully in a moment. But I really, really like that. I see it. What out of interest? Where is the public and sharp money on this? This is where I have a bit of an issue. Is it's basically like the public money. So seventy eight percent of the tickets are on the charges, eighty three percent of the cash is on the charges. Mm. I actually got this number at plus six before Monday Night Football because I thought there was a good chance the charges beat the Cowboys, mm. and then this number drops to sort of four and a half five. Mm-hmm. I don't. It feels slightly like a trap to me. That's my only fear with this. But I just think when you think of Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes games, they're always three-point games. They're yep. always 27-24. It's always the Chargers leading in the first half and then Patrick Mahomes leads a drive or the Chargers give away a stupid penalty mm. to give the Kansas City Chiefs the victory. And I think you're looking at a divisional team, a divisional dog, off the back of a primetime loss. Mm. I just think that the char- this is the classic spot where the Chargers keep the game close, the Chiefs ultimately win it. But the Chiefs' offense is simply not moving in the exact, like moving the way that we always traditionally have thought it would do. They are missing pieces. Mm. And if you want anyone to stop Travis Kelsey, it's probably going to be Derwin James. Derwin James traditionally has always had a lot of success defending against Travis Kelsey. And when you take mm. Travis Kelsey away from this Chiefs' offense, yes, Pacheco will probably be able to run on them, but everyone can run on the Chargers. And I bet the Chargers will be able to get something going on the offense, obviously having Austin Eckler back. Yeah, But I don't see the Chiefs being able to exploit the weaknesses of this Chargers as much as 
other teams have been able to. And mm. I think five and a half points is a lot. Going, it, yeah, it's a it's the number you play the number like all proper sharps do. I love that. I love that. Drew Lock of the week is charges five and a half for propo. I'm going to take Packers minus one. It's a tough week. I don't, I don't feel strongly about anything, which is a problem, uh, other than Seattle smacking Arizona, but that's off the table. So I'm going to I'm going to go the uh, the over is tempting in that game. I'm really flipping flip flopping, but I'm going to go Packers minus one as my pick against against the Broncos. I'm not I'm not wholly confident about that. I might be in a deep hole against both you and ChatGPT uh, by this time next I- week after such a good start. I just like the way that you have to watch that game now as well. Oh, God. Like, well, hey, I'm on radio. I think I have to do it. And it's, it's in the six o'clock window. I'm on, yeah, it's in the yeah, six o'clock so window. I'll be, yeah. I'll be watching it anyway. Join us on TalkSport 2. We're on there on air from five o'clock on Sunday. Right, proper. Let's do our Fitstairs money line acca of the week. Firstly, we're going to go Buffalo in New England now, as we talked about. Dangerous to necessarily back against Belichick with all of these points, but straight up as the money line treble is, Buffalo for the win. McDermott against Belichick is five and one since Tom Brady's left three and oh in the last three by double digit points. So we love that Seattle. That is Ben Isaacs, Drew Locker of the week. Of course, Seattle with the points. So we're definitely taking them straight up. Love them in that spot at home against Arizona. And here's the riskiest one because it depends on McCaffrey and Debo uh, and Trent Williams as well. All day today at the time of recording this, but we like the 49ers on the road in Minnesota for mm. the win. That is our money line treble. Pick them all straight up. Best of luck with that. I right. actually really like that bet. Now I have to say, I think that's um, that's probably my favorite bet on the podcast this week. Is those three? I the think that seems right. to be in a very, in what is a very difficult week. I think the Seahawks, the Bills, and the 49ers, You can be very confident that they are going to get it done. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like it. Wish that could be my true lot, but that's not. Uh, we're not allowed. All right, let's rattle through the Peter Mapale, and then you're going to end with on fire propos prop bets of the week. Which one do you want to go first? Do you want to prop bets? Do you want to I'm going to go, go Peterman Parlay first now because I'm going to do something okay. unorthodox. Obviously, mm, okay. struggled last week. Again, going two and one in the Peterman Parlay. It seems to be our uh, issue at the minute. Mm. Do you know what I'm going to do this week, Nat? Tell me. I'm going to put all three of our Drew Locks in the Peterman Parlay. Love that. Okay. So I'm going to put okay. Ben Isaacs. Although, do we do Ben or do we do ChatGPT? Oh, that's God. That's a, that, I mean, I, just for old time's sake, ChatGPT. <laughs> We've got to do Betty. We've got to do Betty. Got yeah, I think we do Ben. So I think we'll go yeah. with the Peterman Parlay this week. We'll go Chargers plus five and a half. Seahawks minus seven and a half. And we will go with the Packers minus one. Okay, love that. That's the Peterman Parlay. So last, but by no means least, give us your proper prop bets of the week. Yeah, tough week this last week. Obviously uh, going one and two, but only losing two of them by sort of two yards and four yards, which yes, as you can tell, as I mentioned at both the beginning and the end of this podcast that I am very, very bitter about and it was very, very frustrating. First one, I love this one. Josh Jacobs over 20 and a half receiving yards. The Bears can't stop receiving backs. They have allowed the most receiving yards and receiving touchdowns to running backs so far this season. Jacobs ranks second in target share amongst all running backs in the league, whether it's Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. I think they rely on the dink and dunk offense, which suits Jacobs perfectly in the passing game. So I love this number. Number. Next one, I'm going to basically what I did last week. Cooper Cup was the only one that actually came off for me last week, and I'm going to go back to him this week, but I'm going to change it slightly. I'm not going to take his yards. I'm going to take his over-receptions, and it's over mm. seven and a half receptions. That's largely because I don't think the Steelers have 
a secondary which can cover Cooper Cup. But the one way they can cause issues for the Rams is by generating pressure against this offensive line with the likes of TJ Watt. But what do you do in that situation? You get the ball out quickly. And who do they get the ball out quickly to? It's traditionally always Cooper Cup in those slant routes, in those early moves. And if Cooper Cup can get that early separation, which I think we can, I think if you back anyone in this league to get early separation, it is Cooper Cup. So I think this... LA, I back LA to be able to get the ball out as quick as possible. And I think they're going to go to Cooper Cup in that situation. I think Nakua actually makes life easier for Cooper Cup because it gives the secondary another distraction. So I love this number over seven and a half receiving uh, re- uh, receptions. And then Zach Moss under 36 and a half rushing yards is my last one. Under 36 and a half rushing yards. I think basically Jonathan Taylor now, he's been back for two weeks. Moss has seen his rushing attempts go from 23 to seven week over week. I think we're going to see Taylor eat more and more into Moss's workload. And also the Colts have a Browns team that may have the best defense in football. And they also just held McCaffrey to less than four yards per carry before he went out injured. So I think Moss goes under this number, under 36 and a half rushing yards. Cooper Cup over seven and a half receptions. And Josh Jacobs over 20 and a half receiving yards in Bears versus Raiders. Love that. You had to get an under it, of course, in your prop bets because you are the unders king of Plumpton. Brilliant stuff, Propo. We will see how we roll. Good luck to ChatGPT as well. <laughs> Good luck to all of you out there. Uh, if you are getting involved, remember Fitstairs is the place to head for that. If you hit the show notes as well, you'll see some offers that you can get involved with regarding Fitstairs. Uh, and uh, remember, gamble responsibly. Be gamble aware. Right, we're going to take a break, but don't go anywhere, gang, because on the other side, as we've already trailed, the brilliant Ben Isaacs, we're picking our FFS team of the week. And in doing so, we're going to break down a lot more of the week seven slate in a little bit more detail. So we're getting you set for week seven with FFS. And that is coming next. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Betty from the block. I'm great. It's great to see you, but I'm kind of disappointed, really, because we planned this with this Edge Rush FFS mashup, kind of like the Mega Powers, like the old Survivor series of the late 80s, where you'd have <laughs> Macho Man, Jake the Snake. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, all on the same. T- Obviously, Ollie's ha- Hacksaw Jim Duggan, just to be clear. Obviously. Like an Avengers DC kind of collab. And here we are, me and Propo doing Edge Rush at the top, break. Me and you doing FFS on the other side, break. Like, what's gone down? Well, I mean, as as you'll have known, as you'll know from speaking to my agent, um, yeah. I have it now in my contract that I do not have to work directly with Ollie. Yeah, um, sure. yeah. his 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 behavior whenever I'm near him is just absolutely outrageous. He just mm. won't stop. He won't stop talking about sports, even when all I want to talk about is like ironing trousers or whatever. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I find him a very difficult person to work with. He's just so he's just so intense. I think yeah. we all do. We all do. And it's a fair point. I hadn't realized that. Of course, your agent is Mike McCartney, the greatest ed- agent in the uh, sports entertainment industry. <laughs> Uh, you and Kirk Cousins, kiddo. Right, so we got work to do, Benny. This is uh, obviously a bounce-back week for us after yet another disappointing FFS week. We, I mean, we, okay, I say disappointing. Disappointing because we weren't in the cash. But there were some positives with, with with some of the players we picked last week. Cooper Cup, I think, most notably, I was chuffed with. Cooper Cooper went off and was one of the stars of the week. But overall, kind of middle of the pack. So no dice as far as winning any more money for Shelter, our show charity of choice. So we got we got to pick things up. So it's that time now when we get into week seven. Like a lot of the head coaches around, around the NFL, we're, we're changing things up a bit, changing up the strategy. What we found picking our show team of the week. And of course, if you want to get involved, hit the link in the show notes. Or if you haven't got a DraftKings account yet, the link will take you to set one up. Or just go to the DraftKings.co.uk site and put the NC show in, the promo code bit, and it'll take you straight to our league. But they're free to enter contests. Our pals at USA Sports giving away all kinds of merch. DraftKings giving away cash. You can play for free every week, pick a team every week, have a lot of fun. Be responsible with it. Benny, we are going to change things up a little bit. It's that time. It's that fork in the road. Yeah. We can still still turn the season around. So rather than you and I tag-teaming the same team, which I think, frankly was a flawed strategy week two notwithstanding because we basically followed the let's both spend a lot of money on big name players and then we're scrabbling around desperately to to make the cap work you're going to pick a team one week i'm going to pick a team one week you're going to pick a team another week that's plan a so you're in the hot seat this week i will add a little asterisk that as you well know on edge rush chat gpt is making drew locks picks drew lock picks and having some success chat gpt currently is at 100%, 100%, one out of one <laughs> after last week. We'll see how they're Can't argue with that. This week. So we might bring chat GPT out of the locker. We might get Coco and Pebbles involved as well. Yeah. They, they, they're exerting a lot of pressure on me generally in life right now. So they might be involved too. But at the moment, this week, you're in the hot seat. Yeah. And I think when I, I don't want people to look back on the, the first you know month and a bit of the season and look at that great week we had in week two as when the Bears blew out the Commanders a couple of weeks ago, it was like, whoa, where did that come from? That <laughs> yeah. was out of character. Yeah, That's just one of those weird anomalies. That's just something that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't read too much into it. I think we've shown you, we've shown you what we're like. So we'll do this different strategy. And what I, what I like about Daily Fantasy mm. is 
it ends up that you end up looking at games that you might not pay too much attention to on Sunday because you feel like, oh, those teams are bad. But then they become really interesting in terms of daily fantasy. And right. I think I've got quite a bit of that in my team. I've got Geno Smith, a quarterback. He's taking on the Cardinals. The Cardinals are awful. The Cardinals are absolutely awful. And I don't know, like the 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 receivers are banged up in Seattle, but I think whoever 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 is kind of getting the start, Geno Smith's going to get it get it done and Gino's um, knee as well because that was an injury concern with his knee but that's all all the signs from Seahawks Campus is good he's fine he's, he's gonna be good to go definitely and he should be fun I like that matchup you obviously um are big on the Hawks this week I should point out that um it was one of the picks we particularly liked on edge rush Propo and I but we have deferred that particular edge rush pick for your very first Drew Lock of the week. Let's get it in there now. Let's mash okay. things up out of the bat because we let ChatGPT pick a Drew Lock. We're going to let Benny have a guest Drew Lock this week as well. So your Drew Lock of the week is Seahawks. the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, they are. They are. I'm absolutely super confident. It's going to take a really bad Geno Smith performance for the Cardinals to win this, and I I don't think. I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to be very comfortable. The the Cardinals are just they're in such disarray. Um, the Seahawks' signature win was that game against the Cowboys, um, and since then, so the the Cardinals' signature win was beating the Cowboys. Yeah. But since then, they have been absolutely terrible, as bad as as bad as anyone in the NFL. And that's saying something because I think there were some really poor. 2023 teams and the but the cardinals are right up there yeah it's a good now, point actually that you know the the fact that it, it's a bit like anyone who's coming bottom of our listener league right now the fact that we <laughs> are getting higher higher scores than you that you are the cardinals of of, of the league we shout out of course to jack humphrey uh friend of the show jack humphrey uh dfs expert the bill belichick of dfs as we talked about what where do we land up we were the i think i'm the urban meyer <laughs> I think that's where what we agreed there. So okay, love that. I could, this I love what I love about this is the spectacular crash that you could have as the mm-hmm. Cardinals put up, put up their second one of the season. Um, not only do you blaze out on your Drew Lock of the week, but also our, our team is sunk straight off the bat with with a quarterback. Okay, we're, we're one player yeah. down. So you've gone for when we get to running backs. First up, Josh Jacobs, who had a, a good game against New England. Of course, he hit almost a hundred. Yards combined, 77 carries, 77 carries. <laughs> that sounds like a New England <laughs> offensive strategy. 77 yards off 25 carries. He had five out of the backfield as well for 16. So just shy of, of 100. And that's two weeks in a row now that he's had 20 plus carries. I'm guessing you feel against Chicago and it's at Soldier Field. It'll be more of the same. They're going to be giving Josh the rock, particularly as there's no Jimmy Garoppolo, of course. Yeah, exactly. Just pound the rock. That's a game without quarterbacks. This is going to feel like a game from like the 1920s or something. Like I wouldn't trust either of the either of these quarterbacks. Uh, Tyson Bage and Aiden, Aiden O'Connell. Wow, wow, what what a game! What a game! Um, I think they're going to be wearing those leather the leather helmets for him. Uh, uh, I mean, if so, I think both of those quarterbacks are going to get hit a lot, and they might they might perish. I hope they are very well protected. I think I think the only strategy. For the Raiders is just just pound the rock. I, you can run on the Bears. You don't need to take silly risks. Just keep giving it to Josh Jacobs, and you'll be absolutely fine. All right, love that. I love your other running back pick as well because, as you well know, he is 
Uh, one of my favorite players, I was flying the flag for running backs, not being devalued, go for the superstar if he's available in the draft, despite all of the draft Nick haters, all of those like me, sharp tongues like you saying, why on earth are they blowing a pick, a top 10 pick on a running back? But Bijan Robinson is top tier and will be carrying this offense for years and years and years. And hopefully that starts or continues this week against Tampa Bay because these are other running backs. Yeah, and he's expensive um, considering Tampa Bay have got a good defense. But yeah, Bijan Robinson is one of the few running backs taken in the first round in recent years where I've said, yeah, fine. Do you know what? Mm. I'm fine with that. Because in general, I'm against it. But Bijan Robinson is clearly got elite talent and he is such an exciting player to watch. I love Bijan Robinson. I hope he has a very long career in Atlanta because it means we'll have so many years of highlights. This is gonna this is gonna be a tough one, but I think he's just so good. I think he's so good. But this Tampa Bay defense does does a good job at either bottling up the pass, bottling up the run. It's a matter of whether they put their trust in Bijan Robinson and try to grind out those hard yards. And I think that's what they will attempt to do. I don't think they're just gonna keep going to the air in the hope that they can try something different. I think give it to Bijan. That's your chance of winning in Tampa Bay. Love that. Okay, receiver-wise, you've gone for an interesting mix here in terms of, well, the games you've picked, I think all interesting to me from a degenerate perspective. (laughs) More of that back on edge rush. Terry McLaurin, Washington against New York, because I think there are going to be quite a lot of points in this game, despite conventional wisdom that it's, the under, I'm sure proper will be all across the under. And it is a game that I feel, well, sack central, right? I mean, there's <laughs> both offensive lines mm-hmm. are amongst the worst in the business. Do you think there are going to be points in this game or are you picking McLaurin because you just like that particular matchup? Yeah, I mean, there may well be plenty of points, but I just don't see, I just don't see the Giants being able to, being able to handle him. The Giants just seem woeful. Mm. It's, if the commanders can give Howell any sort of time, I think he's going to be able to pick the Giants apart. Not because Sam Howell is amazing, but because the Giants just seem to have a lot of a lot of problems for the most part. I, I, it, it feels easy to pick against the Giants right now. I'm sorry, Giants fans, but you probably feel the same way. This is a, this is a team that a lot of people had some reasonably high hopes for this season that they have not lived up to it, and it's a very tough division. Um, this to me feels like the commanders will put up a decent amount of points enough mm. enough to do well hopefully in dfs okay so romeo dobbs your next receiver he's kind of boom or bust really so he was very quiet against the raiders but it was a woeful game so you did kind of sorry hold that against him but of course he had a big old night against the lions uh on thursday night football a couple of weeks back so we know it can go off do you, so you think it's going to rebound and he's going to be a big target for Jordan Love this week. Love back, of course. Uh, And Dobbs, I mean, there seems to be a pretty decent connection between the two. That seems to be one of Love's go-to guys. Yeah, and I think he's just want they'll want to keep things relatively simple. And against Denver, you know, again, I feel like I'm just apologizing to a lot of tortured fan bases right now. But this is, is, like I said at the top, these are the games that I'm looking at where Mm. 
there are some teams that have got real problems. And I'm sure every Broncos fan knows their team has real problems, top to bottom. You know what, Mike? So, I start to be conscious of this, though. When I said love back and men, of course, Aaron Jones back. And that's, I guess, what I, where I wanted to go with this is they're going to run the ball heavily against Denver. So do you think that might limit... No, I, I think they... I think they're going to be able to do whatever they want mm. against Denver. I, I don't think the Packers are a very good team, but I think the Denver Broncos are a terrible team. Mm. Like there's, I think, I think the, I think the Packers have shown us who they are really this season when they beat an atrocious bears team. And then they beat the saints who were down to a backup quarterback after the saints had a big lead and then threw it away with a backup quarterback. That's, that's the, that's the two best days the Packers have had this season. Yeah. This feels like it's going to be another one of those. They'll beat the Denver Broncos because the 2023 Denver Broncos are awful. Absolutely awful. And I think they'll start off. They will go to the air. They've got, the Packers have got enough weapons to win this game relatively comfortably. And I'm expecting Dobbs to get enough targets. Okay. Next and up. He was cheap got... as well. Cheap yeah, at 4,900. Yeah. Yeah. That's good value. I like it. I like it. You're doing well, Betty. I already feel much more confident when you and I, when you <laughs> I tagged you. Mike Evans, uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay is the game, of course, in Florida. Evans at 7-1, not so cheap, but you can kind of guess why. I've got a rule which talked about, uh, of course, on edge rush regularly. There are certain things that I'm really vying away from now in terms of gambling, one of which is backing Baker because he always lets me down. But I'm mm-hmm. a, I'll allow it in, in fantasy. So for daily fantasy, I will bypass that's purely for, for edge rush. So I'm good with it. Do you like Tampa generally in this spot as well? Or is, again, is it more of a, you like Mike Evans and that particular matchup? Yeah, no, I like the box in this. Um, and, you know, I may, I may live to regret my talk at the start of the season of how I felt the Falcons were going to be good. And that yeah. I felt that this was going to be Desmond Ridder's breakout season. Right now, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> yeah, um, that particular is looking. I mean, yeah. how many more weeks has he got rid of? Do you think before they bye bye yank him? Yeah, I mean, this this is the thing is that I'm part of me feels you've got to give him the whole season. Mm. Really find out. You've put players around him. Give him a full season. Let's see what happens. But I can understand if the Falcons feel like, well, look, do you know what? We are a playoff team as long as we've got good quarterback play. If we can make a switch and it's an upgrade, then we're going to go to the playoffs. This isn't like this isn't like the, the Bears, the Broncos, or the Cardinals, where you put a quarterback in and things will change completely. Mm. Um, I, you know, in those in those instances, the teams are broken and massive changes need to happen. With Atlanta, it looks like Desmond Ritter might be holding them back. Now, as I've said, the Bucks defense is really good. Baker Mayfield will always kind of blow a bit hot and cold. The he didn't have a great game against uh Detroit. Detroit are obviously really good. We I'll know take. that. Yep, exactly. And to be fair, I think we all felt they were going to be good coming into the season. They've not yeah. surprised us. They've yeah. been they've been as advertised. Losing to the Lions is no is no shame. And I think there were just a lot of plays that you know, there were there were catchable balls that weren't caught. There were some one of those days. Yeah. One yeah. of those days. I like the, it. No, I, the I Bucks are good. Bucks are good hot take. <laughs> the Lions are good. Hey, look, it, I'm going to split them because I was with you on the Falcons preseason bandwagon too. I was also on the Bucks. So I, I like to remind the gang out there of what my, uh, my limited yeah, I was few not, ones. Yeah, I yeah. was not on the Bucks, and I will hold my hand up and say, like, I have loved watching Tampa Bay this year. I think the way they've, the way they've been playing has been fantastic and everything they've done 
with what they've had is really, really good. This is a team where it looks like the arrow's pointing up. Do you know who's with me on the Bucks last week? Uh, sorry, on this week on, uh, on on the last show, midweek show, Jay Bell in the house making his season debut. Go check that out in the vault. Jay Bell was with me for the same rationale, right? I was saying, you know, the, you've got these veteran champion players. They're going to be sitting around. You know what I feel about that. All right. Now, Irv Smith, we love Irv. Irv didn't really do, do it for us last week. It was a bit of a flyer. We stayed with the on the Smith train for the tight end yeah. position, but yeah. we've gone for Jonu in the same game, but of course on the other side of the ball. So Jonu Smith, the Atlanta tight end, is our tight end. Yeah, I mean, in part because I think he's a good outlet um, for Ritter if he's feeling the pressure, but also really importantly, um, my budget was really low at this point. <laughs> I can see he this. Was... Wait till we get to the flex. Yeah, and he was <laughs> and he was 3-6. Yeah. So I thought, okay, we're going to go with Jonu Smith. Because he's, because he's cheap. Look, I love the honesty, Benny. It, it's fine, I think, to sue admit in daily fantasy. And I know a, bit, a lot of you out there that are doing it, unless you are the Bill Belichick of DFS like Jack and some of you serious. The whales out there in our $5 league. I mean, those that's where the big guns play. That's, Benny, the daily fantasy table at the back of the casino that you get, you get led into. Oh, by the way, a bit of breaking news. Um, excitingly, uh, going to be in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Um, that's all been locked in and confirmed and taking care of business. I'm going to be doing it with talk sport, which is very exciting, but it's a bit of a smash and grab trip for me. I'm flying out Friday back Monday night. So basically flying out for the game. I'm not going to do radio row because of other, other commitments. Right. So I've got to find the Sigma Derby, Benny. I've got to get of, Sigma of Derby. That's probably, probably more important than getting to the game. I'd argue. Oh Yeah. I mean, anyone can watch that game on TV, but you to, to Sigma Derby, you need to you need to touch and feel it. I will find Sigma Derby for you, bud. I will do it, and we will. I will. We will get the show out there. We are also speaking of road trips. We're going on one ourselves, right? We are heading over to Florida to see Florida State. That is coming interview imminently, Benny. We're going to be going oh, yeah. in with our friends, College Football Island, the American uh, College Football Classic over in. Dublin next year. We've been rolling with them, of course, for the last couple of years. The Notre Dame game, the noise still ringing in my ears. And we're re-upping. We are delighted to announce them as partners for another year. And it's a hard not life, Benny, flying over to Florida to go and watch a Florida State game. Yeah, I know. I mean, in the in the middle of November, uh, to get away from the British weather, we'll have to deal with the Florida weather. But like we we're the hardest working people in NFL showbiz. So I think we just, des- we deserve that this college football trip. It's going to help us. It's going to help us cover the game in Ireland. It's going to, it's, it's your first college experience yeah. in America, yeah. which is going to be the, the idea that your first game will be Florida state, Miami, probably a night game, a rivalry game. Florida state could still be unbeaten at that point and be mm. kind of realistically thinking about a national championship. It is going to be off the charts. Mm. Like I, I cannot wait. I, I always have the morning after the final London NFL game. I always have a bit of a like, uh, like that's done now. Mm. You know, I really enjoy those London games. And, you know, you've got a, then you, you've got a long wait until games hit the UK and Ireland. But not for us. Mm. Not for us going over there. So I thought, OK, look, I can't be down. Because Tallahassee is going to be fantastic. We're going to hopefully get tailgating. We're going to we're going to meet a lot of uh, a lot of local fans. We're going to see where the local fans go, what they do pre-game, what the whole experience is like. Mm. And the thing is, is that for those of you who've never been to a college game in any way, then if you were if you were at the London game 
between the Bills and the Jaguars, you'll know how much louder that was than any other game we've had in London, right? So you take that step up, there's that gap. Basically, an NFL game and a college game, it's one step up again mm. because of the noise. The, the noise and atmosphere of the college game is absolutely better than an NFL game. It's beyond, It's the, it, you cannot argue it. And I know you know it from seeing it on TV, but when you experience it, you'll be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And you'll also appreciate even more how well that atmosphere has been translated to the Aviva Stadium in Dublin for the games that we've had the last couple of years. It's They've done a remarkable job. Mm, uh, the team really in Dublin and the people that they've worked with from America have done a really amazing job at bringing that college atmosphere to the city and to the stadium, the way that it takes over Dublin. So you're going to see Tallahassee. You're going to fall in love with it. You're going to walk away probably a Florida State fan for life. It's just that's how it's going to work out, I think, from that. And you'll, I mean, hopefully we'll help people enjoy that game in Dublin that much more. I've, I've, you know, those tickets, like everybody who's listening to this who's thinking, I like a bit of that. You've just got to get those tickets. We're, we're going to be there. It's yeah, good enough for us. It's good enough for you. Oh my God. I mean, that's the compelling reason. We're going to be letting you guys know how to do that. There'll be uh, special promo codes relating to the show, uh, early uh, early ticket sales, all that kind of jazz, all that coming. So that is, is next summer. Mark the date in your calendar. It's the bank on day, August weekend. Once again, one final thing on that. I'm going to try, I'm going to dress you in... We're going to dress you. I'm going to dress you like, <laughs> like you're my seven-year-old son. We are going to get you in chinos and a blue polo shirt give you a tablet and a headset and I'm going to try and get you passed as a Florida State quarterback's assistant coach. Oh, I mean, I reckon I could pull that off. I reckon you could. I reckon out of all of us, Carlson Carlson could pro- probably kind of pass muster theoretically as the as the, you know, Pacino in any given Sunday kind of coach, but you'd know it wouldn't work because you think, well, I don't know him though, unless he, unless he's been in a kind of division two college kind of guy. Carlson, yeah. incredible there. Propo, of course, no chance at all. You could maybe see kind of Propo up in the booth. It's one of those guys that's handing bits of data to, to the coordinators up in, up in, up in the booth. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get, I, mean, I might look like a kind of washed up backup quarterback, but I don't think I'm going <sighs> to, I'm going to get the kind of part. I think you're the best bet for like a, a McDaniel-esque coaching assistant offensive genius. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll am i I'll take that. And I think what you could pass as, I think you'd be there on the sideline and some fans would be like, wait, is that the guy who, who started in relief for the starting quarterback of like five years ago? Remember, remember he won that miracle game. You know, the guy, you remember that guy. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got that, you've got that look of like former, former, quarterback kind of confident handsome guy on the sideline i reckon you could pull that up people just feel like oh he's he's vip he's back you know they've kind of given him sideline passes because of his time at the school although i'll say i'll say this just before we just before we rattle through my last two oh god yeah yeah um florida state mm. they once won a national championship with a quarterback called chris winky some of you may remember chris winky yeah he was at the panthers but Chris Winkie is someone who had left college, did other stuff, and then came back to college. He was still eligible to play college football, but he was like 30 years old. Love it. And there was this joke of like, he's going to go back to his little league team and he's going to try and win a little league world series or something. But yeah, so for any of you out there who are like 30 years old, you know, it could still happen for you. The, dream, the dream is still there. I think my quarterback dreams were shattered back in the Miami Super Bowl when I was properly stitched up. Uh, when we were with ESPN, Propo was properly switched up by Propo. 
Uh, I, I'm not going to go into that again. It still hurts me. <laughs> Dan Oloski was, uh, hey, at least he beat me up as a kicker. That was, <laughs> that was something. Yeah. I'm a cornerback anyway. Let's go. Your last two picks. You gone Latavius Murray because he run out of money, but it's a smart pick. Four, uh, four, four it is. Buffalo against you. I mean, I guess red zone threat, pound it yeah. a bit like that. And then the Raiders is your defense. So uh, I guess because the Bears, right? That's basically the yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. That Bears offense has been historically bad and... Now they've got uh, Tyson Bajant. Yeah, I can't even say his name without. I mentioned a smile. you. I mentioned you uh, unfairly and probably misquoted you. So you might well get your lawyers onto me in my USA Sports article. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Go check that out because it was all about backup quarterbacks. I've spoken that out a bit earlier on that a bit earlier with Propo. Um, and I, I referenced you, Ben, and said you're a resident college football expert, and even you didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> so that's. No. Uh, uh, well, I think I wasn't that bad actually. I think I said you had to you had to look him up. Um, but we've gone for the Raiders against Tyson. That's definitely going to come back to haunt us now. That last thirty seconds. That is our team. We've locked it in. We've entered it into the big whales room, the five dollar room. So we're, that's yep, where we yep. had our success last time. Of course, we made the made some dollar there. So we're looking. We're going to mix it up with the big guns. We're also going to enter it. We won't enter it in the USA sports competition. That wouldn't be fair, but we're going to enter it into our other free-to-enter contest as well. Any money we make uh, from our show teams, of course, goes to our show charity, Shelter. And we don't make a huge amount from FFS, but we do top that up with all the natisms that we drop. I drop uh, all through the season. We put money into that and and give some money over to Shelter, which is a brilliant charity at the end of the season. Um, somebody actually asked about that in terms of, just giving we need to get on the case of that and create a just just giving link i think if you want to it's di- difficult out now but out there right now obviously because people with cost of living money's tight everyone has their own charity so we didn't want to be very much you know you just supporting the show and enabling us to do it bigging us up letting people know about the show leaving reviews creating the hype on the show that is more than enough because that helps us get our sponsorship keeps the train on the tracks and with all of that of course we're able then to to give money back that way so that is all good um but you know we'll look at it and and maybe down the line we'll look at creating a just giving but thank you to all of those who who asked for that go get involved uh with you've made you've made me think that with Mm. the natisms yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna need to know if there are some benisms so please for those of you those of you listening let me know what those benisms are because I might need to cut down on them. I so, love that. Okay, that's brilliant. We should do that for we should do that for the all pro crew. So Propo as well, and I and Mike. I and Mike. Oh boy! Come on, uh, and we will all start to God. We're going to have a hefty tab with Shelter by the end of this season. But I love it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to speak to Seb and the crew on social to remind you. But listen, no way for that. Get in touch with us if you're listening at the NC Show, uh, Twitter, X, Instagram. You know the drill. Let us know. Natisms, fire at your show team as well. If you're playing against us this week, we want to see it. Show us your show team. Benny, you got a train to catch. We'll let you go. Good luck with this. Thank you for taking care of business this week. We'll check in with you next week. Take care, bro. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.